This is Live La Bella Vita with your host, Don Catherine. If you're looking to know all the latest beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. Do you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense? This is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita on Toginet with Don Catherine. If you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes from the vine to the bottle, if you love Italian food and want to learn Nana's recipes, you enjoy travel and want to know the best luxury destinations and resorts, love spending time with La Familia, does your business or passion allow you to live La Bella Vita? Let's find out. All that and a little more with an Italian flair. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet.com. And now, here's your host, Don Catherine. Benvenuto, and welcome to the Bella Vita show. I'm Don Catherine, your hostess with the mostest, and I hope that you have poured yourself a glass of wine and are ready for another great show tonight. Uh, if you are listening to me live, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you, thank you. Uh, if you are listening to this on a podcast, thank you for downloading the podcast. If you are listening live and did not know that you can download not only my podcast or any of the other great shows that are here on Toginet, you can absolutely do so by going to the Toginet webpage of that certain show, Mine's La Bella Vita Show, and uh, also you could go over to Apple iTunes, put in the name of the show, La Bella Vita, or my name, Don Catherine, scroll down to where it says Podcasts. And uh, you can subscribe for absolutely free. So it's brilliant. You will get any of my future shows as well as a catalog of all my past shows that I've had here for the last three years at Toginet. So that's awesome. As you know, the show is all about luxury lifestyle. We talk about travel. We talk about wine. We talk about food, fashion, you name it. We, we talk about it here. So uh, take a listen to some of my other shows. I think you will love them. And uh, there you have it. So uh, there is so much going on in the world tonight. Um, I'm literally, as I am in the studio right now, I have CNN on. I am just kind of uh, obsessed with this whole thing going on in Ottawa right now. I have a friend that lives there. Thankfully, he is not in town right now. He happens to be down in Toronto recovering from surgery. I'm thankful for that. Unfortunately, his sister is on lockdown in downtown Ottawa. Uh, My thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family and as well as anyone else who is affected by this incident. Um, And, of course, my prayers go out to the family of the soldier who was killed today near the War Memorial there near Parliament in downtown Ottawa. Uh, He was a young gentleman, I believe, in his 20s, very tragic. And also there was a soldier who was run down this past Monday um, just very randomly, but now they're thinking that maybe this incident is connected in some sort of way. So it's a very... um, you know, fluid situation. There's still lots going on. And um, I, uh, you know, just hope and pray that everything calms down and everything comes to a very peaceful resolution. Again, my thoughts and prayers are with the family of the lost soldiers and uh, to everybody who's worried about their loved ones who are still on lockdown in Ottawa. Um, 
As you know, another very sad event happened this week. As you know, I am a fashion lover, and uh, the news of Oscar de la Renta passing was devastating to me because I have uh, studied him and have been an admirer of his work for a very, very long time. And uh, I really just want to say that I want him to rest in peace. Um, heaven is far more elegant and fashionable now that you are among the angels. And, um, you know, it was interesting. I know a lot about Oscar de la Renta, but I actually uh, found a great uh, article about him, about 10 things that you didn't know about Oscar de la Renta that was in the New York Post. Uh, some of these I did, but a few of these I didn't know. As you know, he um, actually wanted to be an abstract painter. And at the age of 19, the Dominican Republic-born de la Renta left his home in Santo Domingo to study art at the Academy of San Fernando in Madrid. Uh, his work has Spanish roots. In the 1950s, he apprenticed Spain's most legendary courtier, uh, Cristal Balenciaga, which is an amazing, amazing designer. Uh, he loved French couture. His first full-time job was at Paris-based Limon, where he began honing his skills as a couture assistant in the 60s before launching his namesake line in 1965. Um, he loved a good game of dominoes. That was one thing I didn't know about him. I don't know how that one slipped away, but... Uh, he would love to play uh, dominoes in his kitchen with his chef. I thought that was great. He also had a green thumb, and he well uh, maintained a vegetable garden at his home in Kent, Connecticut. And uh, in, 19, in uh, 2012, he actually showed off his well-manicured grounds of his Punta Cana Dominican Republic villa to Architectural Digest. Uh, he was a singer in 96. I did not know this. He released an album of Spanish love songs titled Recondando Amores in Possible. Uh, that was the worst. I'm horrible at Spanish, so I apologize to any Spanish-speaking person that may be listening to the show right now. And uh, he was known to serenade the likes of Jessica Sarah, uh, just Sarah Jessica Parker at his New York store's fashion night out events. He ran a family business. Among his family working for him was his son-in-law Alex, his stepdaughter Eliza, and his adopted son Moises. All worked for the Delaranta uh, brand. He was an avid philanthropist and he donated to many charities and he founded an orphanage called Casa del Nino in La Mana in the Dominican Republic. Uh, he gave second chances. In 2013, De La Renta gave John Galliano his first break with a temporary studio residency following Galliano's controversial 2011 dismissal from Dior. And last week, De La Renta personally appointed British designer Peter Coping as his successor. Uh, my hope, he said, is that in leading this selection and actively participating in the transition, I can ensure the right design future for our company and for our brand. Uh, again, and he was one of the most elegant people in the world of fashion, the most magnanimous. Uh, he is definitely an icon that will be missed. There will never be another like him, and there will never be another one that can ever compare to him. So please rest in peace, Oscar de la Renta. Um, so that's obviously sad news. So um, we are going to go on to my incantatos, uh, what has me spellbound. Uh, lots of things. Of course, I have to give the style icon to award to Mr. Oscar de la Renta, who we were just speaking about, because it just it would be remiss not to do so. Um, he was one of the most elegant men to live, and... Making designs, 
for some of the most influential women in the world, from celebrities to first ladies to princesses. Uh, he actually had the ability to make the most stunningly beautiful women even more so, and that takes a talent that will never be you know, that will never be matched. So my style icon is um, to Oscar de la Renta. And, uh, you know, I usually do a wine pick, but this whole show that we have going today is all about vineyards. Um, I'm going to be taking a little tour with you. We are going to be going over to the West Coast, and we are going to be touring some of the vineyards in Sonoma and then we're going to go back to the east coast and we are going to enjoy some of upstate New York's vineyards and the Finger Lakes region and then we're going to take a jaunt over to Long Island to the North Fork of Long Island and uh, visit some of the vineyards there and uh, I will be telling you about some of besides the vineyards some of the great events that are going to be coming up in the next month or so in some of those areas. So, you know, if you're going to be planning to go to vineyards or do some tastings, fall is a perfect time to go visit. And uh, so we're going to be going over that as well. Um, so I really don't have a choice because I can't pick a wine when I'm going to be telling you probably about 30 different wineries today. So that was my point on that. <laughs> and uh, I have a bone. You know, sometimes they do the buffoon of the week. I try not to because I don't like to be negative. But I have to tell you, I have had it uh, with something that is going on, and you could not have been on social media or on any of the shows, entertainment shows, and not hear about Renee Zellweger. Um, apparently, uh, people, she's kind of been out of the public eye. She was at the event the other night, and everybody's just freaking out over the way she looks because they... Uh, basically are implying that she's had extensive plastic surgery she doesn't even look like the same person and then all of these sites have pictures of before and after and it is just infuriating me one because a lot of the people who are attacking her are people and especially women who claim to be feminist and i think as a feminist the worst thing you can do is tear another woman down and whether you're a feminist or not to tear down another woman shows insecurity and um lastly i just think that it's just crazy you know the pictures that they're showing side by side are from her 10 years ago to last night people change and the way that they look is going to change they're going to mature now do i think that she may have had some work done yeah i do i think she had a brow lift because as we know she had very small eyes and her eyes appear to be a little bit bigger now but i think that's the only thing that she may have had done the way that people are making it out is that she's like had this major you know totally face transforming surgery and i think that a good person to compare her to is somebody who had a rhinoplasty who looked totally different after she did she looked totally different was jennifer gray it made her look like a complete different person and i think this is exactly what's going on with renee zellweger right now is that she because she's probably i'm speculating i'm not a plastic surgeon nor do i have any information that this is you know what she actually had done but it just appears to me that this is probably the procedure that she had um that that's what's going on and i have to say i think she looks amazing and actually i think she actually has morphed into robin wright she looks exactly like her i'm like holy crap she looks like robert wright and i love robin wright so 
all those of you who uh, did not grow up watching Santa Barbara and then The Princess Bride, and now she's on House of Cards. If you haven't watched House of Cards, please go to Netflix immediately after this show, download it, and please do a binge watch on it because it's amazing. Um, so anyway... That is my pet peeve. My buffoon of the week is all you people who are going off on Renee Zellweger. And uh, so when we come back, we are going to take a lovely journey through wine countries around the country and tell you what you can do while you're there, what you can see, and what kind of wines that you might be able to uh, indulge while you're there. This is Don Catherine. It's the Bella Vita Show. We'll see you on the other side of break. Come on back. Get your wine on, people. La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Besame, besame mucho. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your High on Life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, empowering women to build a successful business, invites you to join her on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At the ripe age of five, she was already interpreting information in documents and instructions on forms for her immigrant parents. Now, through her experience and those of her guests, she provides you with valuable steps to empower you to reach financial independence. Martha A. Sanchez is a registered nurse with a Bachelor in Nursing and Master's of Business administration. She's a business coach, speaker, author, and CEO of Moss International, LLC. Her diverse work experience brings you expertise in areas essential to customer service, social media, and budgeting. The Mommy to Mogul radio show furthers her personal mission of empowering women to help them build successful businesses so they can reach financial independence. Join Martha Sanchez, the host of the Mommy to Mogul radio show, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And from thence, I had great desire to see Italy, and came to Venice, and from thence to Florence, where I played before the Duke, and got great favors. If it's good enough for Sting, it's good enough for us. This is Live La Bella Vita on Toginet. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. It's Live La Bella Vita, all with an Italian flair. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. 
It's Live La Bella Vita. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. And welcome back. This is Don Catherine. It's the La Bella Vita Show. Thank you for joining me tonight. And uh, I hope that you guys are ready to take a nice little trip over to California because we have some great wineries to go over with you. So what better way to kick off a Napa Valley, Valley getaway than when... S- some off-the-grid winery visits. Although off the beaten path, you really need not look too far. Um, There are unique wine experiences to be had in the stunning Napa Valley. Views and wilderness line drives to get there. Um, So you really need to get your Napa in your... uh, Sonoma on. So we are going to first start by going to the Cade Winery. Up Powell Mountain in Calistoga lies a beautiful modern winery known for distinctively delicious Cabernet Sauvignons, one of my favorite, and crisp Sauvignon Blancs. Cade is a gold certified winery and all of their grapes are organically farmed, which is so very important. The view from their outdoor tasting patio over the valley floor can only be by peering said with a view glass of Cade's estate Sauvignon. Blanc. Um, just so you know, all of these vineyards that I'm going to be talking about, I have not been um, paid to promote them. These are just some picks through research and some friends' recommendations uh, is the reason why that I have chosen them. All of them will be up on the page, which uh, on my radio show webpage, uh, which will lead you to Don't worry about it. You'll be able to uh, get So next we're going to go to Charbet Distillery and Winery. Charbet not only presses grapes, it distills the hard stuff too. You can taste wines, ports, in a 100% natural green tea aperitif. Sounds very interesting. After a warm greeting by the owners with a cold glass of the green tea aperitif, learn all the ins and outs of the distilling process and then sample a selection of Charbet's red and white wines and the tasting with a port and chocolate pairing. I mean, who doesn't love chocolate and wine together? It is so amazing. And possibly a splash or two of their pomegranate dessert wine. Hello, people. Does that not sound like magnificent? I have never had that before, and I'm literally thinking I need to go there just to go taste the pomegranate dessert wine sounds phenomenal uh home and cellars is a small winery at the southern end of napa it produces a limited number of wines ranging from cabernet blends to unusual 100 varietal selections taste wine with the owners and learn about the beauty and the challenges of small production wines where all wines are processed by hand bonus tasters are encouraged to roll up their sleeves and participate in the winemaking process so that's a like a definite bonus if you're really into wine to do that to uh, get involved in the process i think it's a lot of fun another winery that you can go visit is amici cellars in calistoga up old lolly toll road lies a secret hidden house and winery with beautiful views tastings are private sit-down affairs featuring a selection of limited production wines and a tour of the property and winemaking facility if you're feeling peakish amici is happy to pair tastings with cheeses cheeses and can help arrange a spot in their estate picnic area upon request. I mean, seriously, how amazing does a picnic sound at a vineyard? Amazing. Um, And then we are going to go off to 
William Hill, which is located in the Atlas Peak Appalachian. William Hill's great outside terrace has plenty of seating for outside tasting. In spring, their terrace is protected from the heat by the property's lush blooming wisteria, which is one of my favorite flowering bushes ever, uh, probably because there's wisteria everywhere in Italy, and it's just divine. I love it. And the view, well, it might not be Italy, but how about vineyards upon in vineyards filled with mustards and poppies? They just ren- renovated an indoor tasting area earlier this April, so what are you waiting for? Get to William & Hill. I think it sounds divine. Schweiger Vineyards is another great little place that you can go. It's at the tip of Spring Mountain Road. Keep a keen eye out for Schweiger Gate, where upon entrance, prepare to be greeted with one of the most spectacular views of the valley floor, 2,000 feet above the valley floor to be exact. A brand new tasting room and winery with terracing. Both look out onto St. Helena below. So I can only imagine what a stunning view it is. And actually, I did see what a stunning view it was because when I was researching to do our show tonight. Uh, it is spectacular, and you really should try it. Uh, most of these uh, vineyards that we're talking about tonight, again, are off the beaten path. They're not the ones that you typically hear about all the time. So definitely take a look at some of the off uh, the beaten path ones because I actually kind of have found in my travels uh, in Italy, and I have gone to many uh, vineyards in the Finger Lakes, which we're going to be talking about in the next segment, and in Long Island, which we're going to be talking in the last segment of the night. Uh, the little smaller ones are the ones that seem just particularly happy to see you, and I just feel like you get that much better of a wine tasting, and they're so much more eager to talk to you about their craft, and I think that's awesome. So, Anyway, the Newton Vineyards is another. Um, don't know how to decide between views or caves. The Newton's your spot. Walk through the estate's stunning garden overlooking St. Helena. Enjoy the views from their terrace while su- sipping some of their famed un filtered varietals. Uh, so go ahead and check out Newton Vineyards. Uh, the Reed family vineyards step into the Reed's family home for a personal greeting with a glass of white wine nestled in the Browns Valley neighborhood in the city of Napa. This small family winery offers a highly personalized experience. The vineyards and wine production facility are on property, perfect for a crash course and learning on how grapes get from the vine to the bottle. I kind of think that we uh, talk about that in the intro to my show. So I guess the Reed family has it going on. Uh, if the least lessons give you cravings for artisanal Napa Valley Fair, fret not. They are happy to personalize your experience with cheese or food pairings, too. I like anybody who is willing to feed me. Just want to say, anybody who's willing to feed me and to give me wine, they're my best friends. So check out the Reed family vineyards. I think they sound like really cool, kick-ass people. Uh, the Nicolini, Nicolini Winery, this serene rustic was established in 1890. It's one of the oldest family-owned wineries, wineries in the valley. Nicolini wines are so rarely offered to the public that purchasing their small lot wines from the property is a very special treat. When tasting, it's hard not to reflect on the history of the estate and the fifth-generation winemaker's expertise and passion. I think that is phenomenal that it is five generations of winemaking. Um, Kind of rivals some of the 
uh, ones over in Italy and Spain, you know, some have been generations, multiple, multiple, multiple generations, but five, five, five generations is pretty good. So then we're going to go over to Pope Valerie Winery, winding through picturesque fields, uh, vineyards, and oak-studded hills. One gets the feeling of being transported back in time, headed northeast away from Silverado Trail. There you will find Pope Valley, the winery established in 1897, originally known as Burgundy Winery. The original hand-dug caves, complete with hand hand-hewn redwood timbers. The original farmhouse still graces the property as well as a blacksmith's workshop complete with old school tools of the trade. Now I think that's going to be a cool thing to see. Uh, fall is a time of color and beauty in the valley and it starts when the last of the grapes come in and the harvest becomes to an end. The valley floor is covered with yellow and red foliage and the aroma of fermenting grapes seeping out of their tanks fills the air with the smell of blueberries and yeast. Besides the complete and utter beauty of Napa Valley, there are also a ton of fun events going on. Uh, for example, there is the Napa Valley Film Festival, which is going on uh, November 19th to the 23rd, I do believe, that that is going on. Um, actually, it's the 12th to the 16th, the ultimate celebration of film, food, and wine. It features 125 independent films and sneak previews, so check that out. Uh, that's the 12th to the 16th. Then, of course, there's Flavor Napa Italy, which takes place November 19th to the 24th. Uh, third, It's the area's five-day celebration of food, wine, and fun featuring legendary Napa Valley wineries, restaurants, and chef. Uh, the festival also showcases star culinary talent from across the U.S., including graduates of the Culinary Institute of America. And um, so check that out. They also have Thanksgiving dinners, and they have uh, a Michelin star dinner um, that can be had at some of the uh, the Latoque and uh, there's also uh, that sounds believe it or not the Thanksgiving dinner thing uh, sounds heavenly to go have Thanksgiving dinner at a Michelin star dinner seriously at a Michelin star restaurant uh, then on November 29th the Yountsville Festival of Lights you can kick off the holiday season with the 25th annual Festival of Lights celebration where a host of local wineries and restaurants will be offering tasty bites and sips in a variety of locations throughout town sounds like a, a great time and uh, they also have Calistoga's 19th annual lighted tractor parade which is December 6th uh, and uh, it is a holiday tradition in that area um, and uh, basically it is a lighted tractor parade it's vintage and modern tractors antique trucks and construction equipment bedecked in dazzling lights roll down Calistoga scenic main street to celebrate the season and the city's agricultural heritage again it's December 6th from 7 to 8 p.m. it's free to go I think that sounds like a, a blast to go and see that so lots of stuff to do in that area so fall and early December you can go check out those uh, events so in the next segment we are going to be going to New York so pack your bags get your your flight coupon and uh, get your boarding pass because we're going to be going to upstate New York in the next segment and uh, we're going to be going to the Finger Lakes so we will see you on the other side of the break it's Don Catherine's La Bella Vita show come and get your wine on in upstate New York on the other side
massive one. is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on toginet.com. It's time to uncover the inspired team leader within you. Overcome the challenges of hidden agendas and miscommunications that create stress and a lack of productivity. Project management expert Norm Prevost and connection expert Heather Hansen O'Neill will provide you with a consistent infusion of inspiration and team strategies. In addition, your hosts will invite knowledgeable leaders to inject different viewpoints, situations, and solutions for an all-encompassing perspective on achieving winning team performance. Spend one hour each Friday transforming your mindset and increasing your skills. The Inspired Team Leaders Show, your path to innovative ideas and action items you can implement today to create a more productive team and feel amazing in your role. The Inspired Team Leaders Show, heard every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on ABRN, the all-business radio network. This is Buzz Local Radio. We have the three topics here, and we just added a fourth because we started talking about hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Yep, I'm in a band. He's in a band. We both had guitars, so I went over to his house Christmas Day that so day. we had to start a band. And uh, I think we wrote four I or five that songs that afternoon. And Cannibalistic Fish was one of them. Cannibalistic Fish. <laughs> I couldn't do the dreads. My mom would not let me wear my pants backwards Sorry. to school either. That was wiggity, wiggity, wiggity. Whack. Yeah. Buzz Local Radio. Available for free. Free download on toginet.com. That's T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. Come bella c'è la luna, brilla strette, strette come butto, belle faste già. Sotto celle da Roma. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. Welcome back. It is Don Catherine. This is the La Bella Vita show, and we are taking you on a tour of wineries around the country. And uh, we have packed our bags and we have made our way to the upstate New York Finger Lakes region and if you want to know why it's called the Finger Lakes region uh, it is because it's comprised of five lakes and those lakes literally look like a scratch mark like if you took your hand and you went down and scratched it uh, you were scratching into the earth that's what it kind of looks like and so they believe uh, the Indians that lived in the area uh, believed that was you know that the gods 
came down and made the Finger Lakes, and so that's why they call the Finger Lakes. Very interesting. I have visited the Finger Lakes. My sister actually lives an hour outside of the Finger Lakes region, and I have personally visited many of these vineyards that we're going to be talking about, so I have some personal experience. It is a lovely, lovely area. There is a beautiful, beautiful place to go. If you are into camping, if you're into boating, if you love little B&Bs, if you like turn-of-the-century properties, this is a place for you to go. It's magnificent. It truly is. And um, so we're going to go through some of the vineyards that are there that you can visit and some of the events that are going to be going on. There's a couple of really cool things that they're going to be having coming up. So if you happen to live in the New York area or if you kind of be planning to be there uh, in the next few weeks or so, there's some great events going on. So we'll be talking about that as well. So let's get started. We're going to start with the Bully Vineyards. Why not start with one of the oldest and one with perhaps the most interesting history? Well, Bully Hill is not the most convenient to get to because it's located on the western side of the Cayuga and just north of Hammond Sports. It definitely has the most to see and do, including a visitor center, an art gallery, a museum, vineyard tours, and a large and diverse gift shop. Of course, the variety and quality of the wines is also very good as well. They have a a nice restaurant on the property which offers lunch daily and it serves dinner on Friday and Saturday nights and uh, there are no other winery restaurants that serve dinner in the area that I know of so that's pretty cool um, if you Another one that you can go to that's just located a few miles north of Bully Hill is Dr. Frank Vinifera Wine Cellars. It's another favorite with a variety of great wines with many, many award winners. In fact, their Chardonnays are the top of New York wines, hands down. Um, They recently celebrated their 50th anniversary by being selected as New York's Winery of the Year. So congratulations to them. Check out Dr. Frank Vinifera Wine Cellars. And then you could make your way down to the Thirsty Owl Wine Company. I mean, who could not love a vineyard called Thirsty Owl Wine Company? has good wine selection and quality, but uh, the two other elements of this winery, its bistro and its gorgeous patio overlooking the vineyard and Cayuga Lake, it is the perfect setting for lunch from the bistro. If you have a boat, you can tour this vineyard from the lake by tying up to their dock and giving them a call to pick you up for a drive up the hill. Short golf cart drive, but too distant to walk so uh but how fun is that if you're into boating and you want to do some touring there's actually several different vineyards that um you can go to by boat if you are a boater i think that's kind of a fun thing to just kind of drive up in your boat and uh do some wine tasting so uh there are other other um alternatives for that so you should check those out um you can go to fingerlakes.org and uh, they have lots of information about all of the different vineyards about what's going on in the in the area but um so check out some of those other properties that offer the boat experience. Uh, Sheldrake Point Winery is another of the four Cayuga wineries that is accessible by boat. Um, Sheldrake Point Winery is located a mere stone's throw from its boat dock, which is very convenient. It's a very nice property with great wine options and several nice patios in great garden and lake views. They were the New York State's Winery of the Year in 2009 and 10. They have a great staff, not afraid of trying new ideas. Late in the year, they started offering wine boxes, which included a bottle of wine with a selection of wine snacks for the patio. And again, when people like to feed me, 
and give me things to snack on, whether it is for, you know, purchase or complimentary. I love that. Um, Anyway, so go check them out. Then, of course, there's the Heron Hill Winery, another of our Kakuka Lake Winery selections in the area of Bully Hill and Dr. Frank. So while these are a drive for most in the region, the threesome is a good collection to go and visit together. This winery property is nestled on a hillside, includes a cafe, and reminds us a little bit of Napa Valley, which we just visited. The scenery, uh, it sits above its vineyard. Too bad the lake is a little distant, uh, but its wines and views are certainly worth a trip to go and see. Glenora Wine Cellars uh, is amazing. Been there. Another for two reasons. It's a great location just up the road from Watkins Glen, which is another great uh, vineyard in their wines. But it is now um, integrated as part of a nice resort and restaurant. Its cellar tour is also of note to go and see. So check out Lenora Wine Cellars. I actually have some Lenora wines in my wine uh, in my wine collection, and uh, they are really, really good. Bellhurst Winery is part of the Bellhurst Castle Resort, which is absolutely stunning. This property is another attached to one of the region's best resorts that has two restaurants, very top-notch wines, wine tasting room with a neat gift shop, gorgeous backyard gardens overlooking Seneca Lake. This location is a must-see, in my opinion. Even if you're not staying at the resort, you have to go. It is stunningly beautiful. It kind of, kind of, kind of gives me that. Um, well, I because I grew up, as you know, in Rhode Island, it really gives me that kind of Newport vibe. Uh, some of these smaller little castles um, in Newport. Um, I thought it was just beautiful. Loved it. Loved it. So check out that one. Uh, the Wagner Vineyards, I've been there as well, located on the eastern side of the Seneca. Wagner Vineyards has several advantages besides its good wine. First, it has a very good brewery, uh, although I'm not into brews, uh, and offers tasting of its brew varieties, all of which are very unique. It also has a nice restaurant for lunches and Sunday brunch until 5 p.m., and I love me some brunch, and a large deck overlooking the vineyard in Seneca Lake, and I know that I keep on talking about these, you know, decks and overlooking these lakes, but you have to understand, these views are absolutely magnificent. You, It's just unbelievable how beautiful it is. Uh, the other property that I think is a great um, place to go. It's kind of in a different area. Hosmer Winery is another favorite located about 20 miles north of Ithaca on the western side of the Cayuga. Uh, this family-run business was a great producer for 15 years before it added its wine production in the mid-80s. They make excellent Rieslings among its award winners. They have a very personable and knowledgeable staff. And again, that is the Hosmer Winery. Uh, then, of course, we have the Casa Larga Vineyards. This vineyard is located between Lake Ontario and the Candanooga Lake near Rochester. Its location proximity to uh, Rochester in the Eastview Mall is only about one to two miles. On the flip side, their location does not lend itself to be part of the normal Lake Wine Trail tour stop. They have great special events uh, facility and offer weekend public tours. So if you happen to be flying into Rochester and you're going to be making your way to the Finger Lakes, you might want to check out Castle Larga Vineyards on your way. Just saying. Um, so, lots going on uh, at this uh, Finger Lakes area. I mean, they have some really cool events that are going to be coming up. 
they have the the King Ferry Vineyard Tour is going to be having an event this weekend on the 24th where you can um, go on a tour and they have a wine thing and they have uh, this whole thing where you can go up in the middle of the night and watch the sunset and go through the vineyard at night. It's kind of a very cool thing. You can find information at Trevelin.com. Uh, Mansion Mysteries, Sonneberg Gardens and Mansion. Now this sounds really fun to me. It's located um, at the Sonnenberg Gardens and Mansions and basically uh, there is a mission, $24 to get in, but um, it is this really great little um, event that they're having. And let me just tell you exactly. Um, so it's kind of reminiscent. If you are a lover of all things turn of the century, like think, um, you know, I don't know, you know, Newport, reminiscent of Newport or a little show that's on PBS that you might be watching. Um, it's really going to give you that kind of a flair. So what they do is they have these really great, this whole um, dinner and this whole tour that you can do, and they are going to be in period costumes, and you are going to feel like you are in that period, and they are going to have refreshments, and basically what they do is they are going to have a play called The Big Smear, and it's a three-act mystery. It's set in 1913 uh, at a looming time of pro prohibition and suffrage movement, the suffrage movement, and opposition to male-only vote to incorporate um, Canandaigua into a city. Um, so if Downton Abbey, if you're a lover of Downton Abbey, then you will probably love this event because it is going to be very reminiscent. So you are going to be able to actually dress up like you were living in Downton Abbey. And so you get this whole, get to see this play, this whole thing, you get to interact. I think it sounds like a magnificent time. So... It's something that you can do. You have to make reservations to go to it. They can call them 585-394-4922. And uh, so the other thing that they have going on is Tagslovania. And this is in Big Flats, which is in the area. And uh, basically, the... Uh, Asinetsing was a quiet village located in what today is known as Big Flats. With just 147 residents, it was a wonderful place to live until October 31st of that year. It was reported by the lone survivor at the time that a strange thick flog encompassed the villages and the residents were possessed by beings with an uncontrollable craving for blood. They terrorized the, uh, each other in ways far behind comprehension of the normal mind. By the stroke of midnight on that fateful night it was renamed Tagslovenia and by the neighboring town and uh, so it's really kind of uh, spooky and crazy so if you want to go and find out the history you can go to Tagslovenia and check out the recreation of this spooky spooky night that took place a very long time ago if you dare to go all right when we come back we're going to be going to uh, Long Island see you on the other side of the break Bésame, 
You know, he just might. This is Live La Bella Vita. Stay with us to learn more about the latest beauty tricks of the trade and latest fashion trends before anybody else. We'll be back with more Live La Bella Vita right after these on Toginet.com. Bésame, bésame mucho. Have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget on TogiNet Wednesday nights, 9, 8 central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder, how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. If you love Italian food, you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, you love travel and luxury destinations and resorts, this is your show. All with an Italian flair. It's Live La Bella Vita. Now, let's get back to the show on Toginet. And here again is your host, Don Catherine. And welcome back. This is La Bella Vita Show. I'm Don Catherine, your hostess with the Mocus. And uh, we are talking about wines, and we are going to take a journey now from the Finger Lakes and go on over to Long Island, all the way to North Fork. Uh, if you look at North uh, Long Island, you know that obviously it kind of starts like where Manhattan and the boroughs are and goes all the way out. And it kind of goes out into these little two little forks, kind of like a tine of a two forks, you know. Um, that's why they call them the forks. And it has some of the best wines that you could ever have in your entire life there. Um, and... Um, so we're going to go over some of the vineyards that you can visit there. I have visited probably all of them uh, on multiple occasions because I do spend a lot of time on Long Island. I haven't in a few years, but in past, uh, I have spent many, many times. And this coming summer and of next year, I am going to be spending a little bit of time up in the New England area uh, for probably two or three months out of the summer. And I'm going to be spending a little time in uh, Long Island as well. And I'm going to be taking in all of these lovely vineyards. But first, because I know we're going to run out of time like we always do on this show, there's never, ever enough time. And so I know that we're not going to get to what you can do while you're in Long Island in the North Fork area. But I will have to tell you, I will tell you that there are a lot of great little events that go on. There's lots of little uh, corn mazes and different little farms in the area that you can go to. They have lots of great stuff going on in the North Forks area. And there's some great shops that you can go in the area um, lots of stuff to do so do uh, if you ever had the chance go out to Long Island go to the Forks it's definitely worth the trip and if no other reason I mean besides the wine the best place that you can possibly go to when you go to North Fork 
um, is Barrymere Farms, which is an actual farm. Um, but it's not the farm that you really want to go for. It's not just because it is a farm. Uh, it is because you want to go to there for uh, some pies. Brightmere Pies is the best pies that you will ever have. And if you don't get there early, you're not going to get one. But they have the best blueberry pie I have ever had in my entire life. So you got to go there. All of their pies, breads, muffins, cookies, cakes, jams, and jelly are made right there at the farm from scratch. There are no pre-prepared ingredients or fillings bought for use all there. Most of the fresh fruit is used in their bakery. It's grown right there on their farm. Um, so... I'm telling you, go to Brymere Farms. I don't care where you're staying. If you have to take a taxi to get there, it is worth whatever money you spend to go get a Brymere Farms pie. Just saying. If anybody really likes me and wants to send me one, if someone's listening to this and happens to know anybody who is associated with Brymere Farms, please tell them I love them and I really wish they'd send me a couple pies. Um, but they are located at 4414 Sound Avenue in Riverhead, New York. Their phone number is 631 23931 and uh, tell them that I sent you the La Bella Vita show sent you to them to buy lots of pies and cakes and muffins and whatnot okay there you have it all right so let's get our wine on now uh, we are going to start with the San Nino Bella Vita vineyard kind of sounds like my name of my show uh, it's one of the newest wineries on the North Fork. The tasting room is shared with Ackerley Pond Vineyards in their historic barn, which is circa the early 1900s. This casual, casual and rustic setting is a great place to start your wine appreciation. Offerings include a personal wine tour or a few wine flights, offering some of their, some or all of their wines. New this season, chocolate paired. Uh, with three wine tastings. As I said, nothing goes better to me than wine and chocolate. Uh, take the tour and you may join their private vine to wine program where you may be cart become a part-time winemaker. Their B&B suite and their second private winery is one of a kind. Okay, a top flight vineyard and boutique winery on the North Fork is Clovis Point. Opened its tasting room once a 1920s potato barn in 2007. Since then, both its wines and tasting rooms have obtained critical acclaim. Clovis Point produces estate and vintage select reserve varietal wines, including Merlot, Cabernet Franc, and Cabernet Sauvignon, and tank and barrel fermented Chardonnays. It makes a classic East End Rosé in limited quantities, so go check out Clovis Point. I have been there. Corey's Creek Tasting Room and Gift Shop is an airy barn-like building with glass doors opening onto a wide south facing outdoor deck. The high elevation of the tasting room gives visitors spectacular views of both inside and out overlooking the vineyard. It's a perfect setting to enjoy wine and experience the North Fork. Quarry Creek is renowned for its distinctive reserve Chardonnay. Uh, which won Best in New York State Distinction in 2006. Quarry Creek has been owned since 1999 by Michael Lynn, an esteemed art collector and film executive who produced the Lord of the Rings trilogy, among many others, and has led by 30-year veteran winemaker Richard Olson Harbuck, who wrote the North Fork of Long Island Appalachian into existence in 1986. So if you are the Lord of the Rings kind of freak Zoid, who loves that kind of stuff. Not that you're freakazoids, but just, you know, people who love the Lord of Rings, they are like totally obsessed, is what I really mean. Uh, 
you need to go there. I mean, how cool is that? Uh, one of my favorites and is one of the premier vineyards on Long Island is Castello de Borghese Vineyard. It has the oldest vines producing some of the finest wines in the region. They're Borghese's, and yes, it's that Borghese family. Agree with the age-old winemaker's wisdom. A good wine is first made in the fields, so they tend to their soil with great care. Pinot Noir and Sauvignon Blanc are their signature wines, along with many other award winners, including Meritage and Chardonnay. As Marco Borghese, who I met, he's lovely, winemaker, chef, and co-owner, crafts his elegant wines. He stays mindful of the sophisticated wine and food pairings created by his wife and co-owner, Anne-Marie Borghese. The Terracotta Gallery is typically filled with interesting art, people, and food samplings. Old World Tuscany awaits your arrival at the Borghese Vineyard. Now, if you've listened to the show before, you know that the Borghese family is a very influential family in Italian history. The Borghese name is actually on the Vatican because they were huge donors to the Catholic Church. Uh, and as you know, they have the Borghese skincare line. Uh, there's also was uh, one of the Lorenzo Borghese was a bachelor on the Bachelor franchise. Um, and he has his own line of uh, pet care products. Uh, so uh, the Borghese family is a well-known family uh, with lots of Italian history, and they were considered royalty. And uh, I, I just always think it's neat to think that they actually have their name on the Vatican as someone who's Catholic and who is obsessed with the uh, Vatican and uh, art and all the people who put lots of money into the art that you see at the Vatican. Okay, so go check out their vineyard, though. It's, it's very lovely, and Marco was so sweet, still has, you know, a very broken accent. He was adorable, loved him. Uh, the Cruteau Vineyards, Rosé on Purpose, the only vineyard in the United States dedicated exclusively to making dry, fresh, fruity, fun-to-drink rosé wine styled after those made for centuries in the south of France. Located in South Old, an old historic farm, we, they make wines that embody the horticultural terrier and seaside lifestyle of the beautiful wine region in which they live. Rosés are made with estate-grown Merlot, Cabernet Franc, and Sauvignon Blanc, Sauvignon Blanc rather, offering something for everyone, including light, full-bodied, and sparkling wines. The tasting barn garden where you can taste and purchase wines is a well-designed, intimate setting overlooking the vineyards. This is a place that truly reflects life on the North Fork. They welcome groups of eight or less. Uh, they do not um, accommodate limos or buses or hire drivers just to let you know um, and that's something that um, is very popular when you go to North Fork to go on these kind of tours so just keep that in mind that you will not be able to go there if you do that um, so you can actually have a picnic lunch um, at the nearby beach that they have so go check them out, Croteau. Uh, with four acres of planted vines on Manor Lane in Jamesport, Dil Diliberto Winery is certain one of the smallest 
wineries on the east end of Long Island. Nevertheless, their initial entry into the world of wine competition met with startling success. The three wines they submitted to the New York Wine and Food Classic in August of 2004 were each awarded a gold medal. This amazing result was improved upon in 2005 where their 2003 Merlot was named Best Merlot at the New York Wine and Food Classic. Both Sally and Marielle Delberto, co-owners of the winery, have a passion for wine and the role that it can play in life. Their tasting room reflects not only their passion for the enjoyment of wine, but a deep pride in their Italian heritage. The tasting room guests are served their tastings at bistro-style tables and enjoy an interior piazza. The Dilibertos have created or they can sit on a patio and get pleasure from the views of the perfectly manicured vision, uh, vineyards. And at the Hidden Vineyard, it is their desire to produce wines as natural as possible using traditional barrel aging methods. The Hidden Winery was founded in 2007 by the De Bernardi family, whose origins is from a small, small island off the coast of Sardinia, Italy. It is with this heritage that Pete, owner and winemaker, wish to bring their wine to market. Come relax and experience the unique taste of their handcrafted wine surrounded by charming hillside, but you must have an open mind. Pete will also provide custom labels for purchase bottles, and it's great for gifts. James Port Vineyards is a three-generation family-owned and sustainable run winery and vineyard. Ron and Amory Gorlar came to the north fork over 30 years ago and planted their first Chardonnay vines in 1981. Ron Sr. was a leading pioneer for the Long Island winery in, uh, industry. It was his vision about the area that he made the wines what they are today. Their approach is still the same now as it was then, leave the land in better shape than when they found it. The Gorlas believe in sustainable approaches with their vineyards as well as their wines. Today they use integrated pest management, IPM, practices which help them use less fertilizers, fungicides, and herbs. Sides. It is a direct reflection of the quality of the wines produced at Jamesport Vineyards. Visit their harborside tasting room on Shelter Island and then head to dinner at Sunset Beach. And then finally, because we're going to be going to break uh, and uh, the end of the show, actually, um, Founded in 1978, Lens Winery has some of the most mature vineyards in the region or given the extensive replanting of California vineyards to avoid further damage from a louse in the country. With nearly 70 acres planted with these vinifera grape varieties, Chardonnay, Merlot, Cabernet, Cabernet Franc, Malbec, Petit Vidot, Pinot Gris, and Pinot Noir. At Lens, their philosophy in the vineyard is high touch. Their inventiveness and intervene at great cost and time of effort to micromanage each vine to ripeness each year. And uh, they do a great job at it. So go check them out. I hope that this has inspired you, the show, to go and check out some of these beautiful vineyards. Go do some wine tasting. Go see some of these small little towns that have some great B&B, some great restaurants and shops. I think you'll love it. This is Don Catherine. It's the La Bella Vita show. I want to thank my producer down in Texas. Thank you all. Choganet. Love you. Y'all, and uh, we'll see you next week on another La Bella Vita show. Eriva Dirty, ciao, ciao. Thank you for being a part.